Hey, Cindy. Oh, hey, Nicole. How you doing? Good. So I was thinking, don't you have a funny story about trying to drive somewhere and not knowing how to start the car or something? Oh. I feel like you had a story that was similar to me. Yes, I do, Nicole. After not driving for a while, I had to take a car out on a business trip. They wanted me to go to evaluate a, a company in Connecticut, and I didn't have my own car. And having been a city dweller, I, I hadn't driven in a long time. And, you know, I don't even like to oh, drive God. that much to begin with. So I love the, to drive, but I do know that feeling because I had right. many of those moments. And so the car, they just left the keys for me because it was a Saturday morning and this company was opening up special for me to go. And it was like my first big job as an engineer to evaluate this machine. So I'm a little nervous to begin with. And I go to pick up the car and I get the keys and they tell me where it is. And I go to the parking lot and there's a number of things. First off, you know what the Ghostbusters car looked like in the original movie? No. Okay, well, you look that up when we're off. It's like okay. a giant hearse. <laughs> I'll look it up right now. Okay. It's like a giant hearse from the 70s. Go Google that. With the I didn't like, I don't, yeah, I'm like a little afraid of ghosts. The Ghostbusters car, that's what it looked like. It was a ginormous car, and I had learned how to drive in a Celica, oh, and God. I probably hadn't driven in five, ten years, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's this enormous car, and I get in, and the it's an automatic, but the way that you change um, from park to drive and whatnot is a bar that's on the steering wheel. Oh, I know those. Yes, my, the, my first memory of a car was aside from the standard was like that. We had one of those. Okay, I had never little. seen that before, and I panicked. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. I didn't have cell service. I couldn't get in touch with anybody. <laughs> and I'm an engineer, and I can't figure out how to start the effing car. And thankfully, somebody walked by, and I asked somebody, how do you start this car, like, all shamefaced? But they helped me start it. Because can you imagine, if I, as my first engineering job, if I had to call my boss and say, um, I don't know how to start the car. <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> I have had moments like that. Like, one time, I didn't drive. I mean, cause I never drove after I, went, I moved to New York. And this was maybe maybe around year 10, because this was closer to the time I was thinking about leaving. And so when a friend of mine was like, let's go apple picking in New Jersey. <laughs> I'd love to do that, actually. I did that said, last Well, we didn't actually get to it, because she was like, <laughs> let's go apple picking in New Jersey, and we'll rent a car. And I was like, okay, I was like, you're going to drive, right? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that morning, I get to her apartment. She was hungover, and she's like, I really can't drive. You've got to drive. And I was like, fine. I was like, oh, God, like, I haven't driven in a decade. I'm going to drive to Manhattan. But the car that she picked was a Dodge, and I'm pretty sure it had one of those on the side. And oh, actually, no. I knew how to do it because I was like, uh, I remember this. My grandmother had one in my mom. And when I was little, I'd get to sit on her lap and pull it. Um, the side chip. I just had never seen it. My, I just had a panic attack. <laughs> yeah, you were going to get No, but that trip was funny because I told her that was like the one thing you can't do is drive me through the Lower East Side. And she drove me through the Lower East Side. Either, right? The whole trip was a disaster. We never got apple picking because by the time I, have to, I had to drive through the Lower East Side and we yeah. finally got to New Jersey, yeah. I was so panicked that every time she said, like, go right here or go left, I just didn't. And I went the wrong way or I just like just didn't because I hadn't driven in years and suddenly I was on the highway and people were going really fast and yeah. cross lanes and I was like, there's too many cars, I can't see, they're going to be fast. Yeah, one, one so of the other odd points yeah. that I was actually driving in New York, we were driving over the Manhattan Bridge and it was on fire. That's I like called 311, I'm like, do you know that the Manhattan Bridge is on fire? They're like, yeah, we know. What the heck? <laughs> I think that happens a lot. My grandmother had a story about driving across the Clearwater Bridge in Florida once and it was 
something was happening on it. I believe it was a fire and she was the last car. And they said, can you go? And anyone who's ever driven with anyone in my family knows we're all a little bit insane. Now that I'm comfortable driving again, I'm not actually allowed to drive when I have a certain someone in the car because he thinks I'm reckless. Well, also, because I always look up to see how fast my cars can go, and I love driving. But either way, my, gra- I, my gra- grandmother taught me to drive, and she loved to just floor it. Like, yeah, she yeah. loved to... I, the one thing, I, like, one of my first memories of her was being on the highway, and if I was in a bad mood, she'd be like, do you want me to pass them? I'd be like, yes. <laughs> so we could we you know, pass all the cars on the, the highway. First time, um, the first time that I drove, it was uh, with Lola, and I was so excited, and I get in the car, and I made a left, and it was a sharp left, but I wasn't going to hit anything or even run over a curb, and she screamed at the top of her lungs. Oh, my and mom I, was the same way. I mean, yeah, my mom. I believe, I believe I never, I didn't learn how to drive for many years after that. Like, I didn't get my license for many years after that because she traumatized me. They tricked me to get me my license because my mother didn't, like, take me out either. They tricked me, and they told my mom I had to have an operation. So I had to wow. get my license. It's horrifying. Yeah, that's my family. I got my license. It it worked. My grandmother taught me how to drive. And now, to this day, everyone kind of holds their breath in the car with me. Because um, one of my favorite things when I had my Audi was it could take a left turn at 60. That's pretty so cool. I'd always go for the light. <laughs> yeah, I like to drive fast, too, actually. But, I mean, I think that I actually finally got my license because of a long-distance relationship. Because I got sick of, like, buses and trains. Oh, so there's one thing that I can be grateful for out of that relationship. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, my mom never had that operation. So I guess we can both be grateful. But no, actually, that reminds me of another. I first, when I moved to Los Angeles and I get my first car again after, I feel like it was 15 years. Very soon after that, someone suggested we do a road trip to Tahoe. I've never it was, been. It's beautiful, isn't it? What? Tahoe. Oh, uh, yeah, it's pretty. I'm not a mountain person. It's pretty. Okay, go on. I'll, I'll tell you the hot Tahoe story, too. It's another story about you shouldn't take a city, two city people and put them in a place with wild animals. It's pretty. It's not my type of pretty. Like, I like the French Alps a little bit more. But, again, I'm not a mountain person. I feel very trapped on mountains. I don't know why. Because I think like, the only thing you can do is run down the side. And there's lots of animals. And you can ski down. But then... I mean, you have to get somewhere. It's just you're so remote. I'm not a mountain person. So either way, my car came with a full tank of gas. I was out a lot, but I didn't actually use much gas because I didn't go that far because it took 10, you know, 10 minutes to go a mile during a lot of the times that I was out. So we get on this trip to Tahoe and he rents an Escalade. And now I drive a small car. Yeah. We've yeah. got an Escalade. And I was like, and we have to go on the highway rush hour. Either way, we're doing it. I hate driving big cars, yeah. I like low cars. Yeah, you know, I'm but, also short-waisted, you know that, right? So I can barely see over the steering wheel in, like, any car. Big cars make me crazy. Well, yeah, big cars, I just don't like them. I like to be really low to the ground and tight, and I like to drive really fast. And I like to know I can stop in a second. Like, I always do a stop test when I get a car. So I didn't do the stop test with the Escalade because it just drifted. And the funny part was, so you had me, and then you had the dude who also hasn't had a car in many years, and lives in cities. At some point, we were like, oh, God, we need gas. Because we were driving from Los Angeles to Tahoe. Right. And we got into the gas station. She sent a call, and I was like, oh, shh. Like, yeah. Again, I was looking at the gas thing, and I was like, no. <laughs> I hadn't pumped my own gas in maybe 20 years. And I remember looking at it, and I, he had to actually get off the phone because I was like, I don't remember how to do this. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> well, what do yeah. I do first? So then I wasn't allowed to drive to Tahoe 
when I got comfortable with the Escalade and tried to pass people on the curves going you up the mountain because that's my got cut off. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite part. I'm like, we can pass them. I can see it's clear. It's no problem. I got tricked into pulling over. When we were together in Florida, I'll tell you that I was comfortable with you driving, even though you had to ask your mom which was the gas and which was the... Yeah, well, that was... I hadn't driven regularly in many, many years. At that point, I think maybe... That was probably also close to 10. But by the time I was in Los Angeles, I was comfortable driving again. Yeah. So I was also comfortable passing people on a (laughs) two-way mountain road. But the person I was with, they're not comfortable with me doing that. <laughs> Even though he took British turns sometimes and I had to warn him, like, you're on the wrong side of the road. Like, How is this better than me driving? But sometimes, sometimes I look in my rear view mirror and, you know, it says, you know, objects are closer than they appear to be. Yep. And I'm like, really? How close are they? And I test it out. Oh, I do that. I wait till I, I've, I've tested out my beep zone before. I was like, how close is this curb? Just so I know. I'm just going to take it back a little bit to the, the pumping of the gas and let you know that I'm not that girly. Maybe my love for shoes is a little stereotypical of girly, but I really don't pump my own gas. I actually use Google Maps to find the closest gas, whether it's full service. Yeah. They didn't, in the Death Valley, they didn't have full service. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I would be lost probably. I mean, I have an old car and I think I filled the tank myself a couple of times. I would know what to do, but I think I would have some. Well, sometimes there's instructions and sometimes there wasn't. Because I remember the first time I had to do NLA, I had the same moment. I was like, oh, frig. Yes. Like, how do I open this gas cap? How do I do? But there was instructions on the machine, so I, it could play it cool. I'll tell you and, that my sister takes my car often because it's small. Mm-hmm. And she parks in the Bronx, right? So it's easy to have a small old car, right? Mm-hmm. And when she takes it, I always tell her, fill it up before she comes back. <laughs> so that I don't have to. Yeah, no. I mean, I got used to it now. I still would do full serve if it's available. But I just remember this trip because we're in the middle of like Death Valley at a trucker stop. And I'm like, oh, I don't know how to do this. It's so embarrassing because it just makes you stand out so much when you are in a place and you like so obviously do the wrong thing. We, we rented a house in Tahoe that yeah. I went to once I remember this. because I think yeah. thought I would be there a lot, but for the winter. And I'm like, I'm not, like I'll go skiing if I'm with people, but I'm not going to come up and put on chains on a car just to come up here yeah. and look at snow. I'm just, I'm not. And up a twisty road. But the funny part was, and people laughed at us there too, because we knew there were bears in the area. Like they had, they had the bear lock on the the trash thingy outside. Mm, yeah. There were bear locks. There were bear warnings. And so we were going to go for a hike. And we're like, oh, God, we need bear spray. <laughs> he was him. He was like, we need to get bear spray. And so we were just going to go on a hike in a regular spot. But he was convinced we needed bear spray. And so we went and we were trying to find bear spray. And we were looking at bear spray options as if we had any clue what they were supposed to do i don't even think we knew how to open the can some of them were trickier but the locals were like where are you guys going when we went to go check out they're like we're a hike in this part that everybody goes to they're like yeah this does sound a little bit like an episode of Shit's creek yeah i don't know you need bear spray for that and they were trying to talk us out of buying the bear spray i think out of humiliating ourselves but we were both a little bit nervous so we put it in the backpack but we got teased a lot we got a lot of looks everybody knew we weren't from there when we were walking around with our bear spray 